How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Conti and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> the first time they go offense, they take Jordan Love. They take Jordan Love. Listen, Matisse Thibel will lock up. Uh, Matisse <laughs> CP3. Oh my. God. Chris Paul. Oh my God. Chris Paul, baby. Oh. Right, Will? Nope, I totally disagree. Like, look. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Conti and Nick. I'm Will Nicholson, as always. I have with me Gino Conti. Chris Paul, baby! Chris Paul, baby! <laughs> Can't wait for basketball to come back, but until then, I mean, football's killing it right now. Hell yeah, baby. Week two, I can't watch. wait. Yeah, oh, uh, week three. Week, week three. three, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> week, week two wrapped up, and uh, you know, I gotta say, it was a pretty solid week. Uh, very enjoyable to watch, a lot of good games. I will say, and one thing that we have both trashed the NFL for is uh, the primetime games. I will say so far in the season, while games might not have looked like they were going to be the best, there ha- to me there has not been a primetime game I haven't found entertaining. To me there hasn't been a dud. I will say there that. There hasn't been a dud. There's been no bona fide dud. Like I said, it's two weeks in. We'll see. I mean, I'm not so sure how I'm feeling about this Carolina and Houston <laughs> one tomorrow. Especially now that Tyrod Taylor is out. Yeah, but that one's going to be a stinker. S- so. Sam, Sam Darnold versus Davis Mills is going to be one for the ages. So. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. But a, ba- a battle of epic proportions. <laughs> I'm ready for it. But Biblical yeah. proportions. <laughs> Biblical proportions. <laughs> we're, we're back on Conti and Nick. Uh, Will's here. back. I'm back on Conti and Nick. I'm, I'm feeling good this week, finally. It's, it's good to be back. But uh, yeah, you know, excited. We're here in Bridgewater again, yep. doing do, doing the episode in the the dorm room. All right, so Will, do me a favor, get the hell out. I'm doing it solo. Again. All right, <laughs> welcome back to Conti and Conti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna do a, a solo show at one point too. That is still something that I think is gonna happen, possibly uh, this this weekend, in fact. But all right, let's do some uh, some week two. Uh, recap, I guess. You know, who do you think surprised you the most in week two, good or bad, just overall? Uh, who in terms of team or player? Ooh, you know what? What what do you feel? You know, let, let me hear team and then maybe a player. We, we so, mix it in. in terms of team, to me, the most surprising was the Oakland Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. To me, to to beat the Ravens and then to beat the Steelers, and don't get me wrong, the Steelers are no Super Bowl contenders, okay? Yes. But they always have a very good defense. And and Big Ben, as old as he is, and as to, as you know, we all know he's done. But but he's still a legend, okay? Still give him his respect, and they have a decent running game. You know, they're, like they're decent on offense, okay? Mm-hmm. They're like a very good defensive team and a solid offensive team. And to beat the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, Chiefs couldn't do that, okay? Chiefs couldn't do that. And then to beat the Steelers, two of the toughest teams in that division, uh, man, I, I really think that the Raiders. I, I, who knows if this is just a you know a bit of a hot streak and they're the flavor of the month. Derek Carr is playing his ass off, man. I've always liked Derek Carr. And finally, he's proven the haters wrong after they said uh, that one good year where he was the MVP candidate, or one of them. Yeah. He's finally proven those people wrong after coming back from that injury. Okay, uh, for, for me, so I have two teams, actually, I, I want to talk about for who impressed me. The first team that has impressed me is the Denver Broncos. I mean, I, I thought that they weren't going to be good this year. They come in, we didn't know about Drew Locke at quarterback, and... You know, while, while we were talking about the draft, we mentioned Teddy Bridgewater going. We're like, oh, does this mean that maybe the Broncos are out of the running for one of these these top quarterback guys? Like Justin Fields was sitting there at nine, and uh, they decided to, to stick with Teddy Bridgewater for now. And they took certain. They, they did, yes. strengthened that defense. Yeah, that de- and I mean, we've seen it. This defense yeah. has looked very, very good. Uh, Bradley Chubb, I don't know if you saw, unfortunately, has to have surgery. I did. So. That he, that's unfortunate. He, here's the thing. I'm starting to lose my patience with Bradley Chubb. And I'm, I'm not saying he's doing nothing wrong. It's just 
I don't think he's going to be good when it comes up for like when it comes time for a new contract. Yes. I think the injuries are yeah, plaguing him. That, sure. That's what I mean. Like I'm not saying he's an ass. I'm not saying he's like any of that. Yeah. I'm sure he's a good guy. He sprints on happens. he sprints onto every practice, you know, yeah. but unfortunately like a, a great talent like him, you hate to see it. It may be time to cut ties with him. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Uh and the the other team I'm super impressed with is uh the Bills. I mean, the Bills had an absolute stinker of a game one. They come into, oh my God, I already forgot. They lost to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, sorry. They go into Pittsburgh and they lose off that blocked punt pretty much, you know, decided the game. Uh, Josh Allen didn't look good. They bounced back this week. Granted, Tua did get hurt and Jacoby Brissett was in. Yeah. But still, 35 to Donut. I mean, blowout. That's that's a good team win right there. They're in Buffalo this week too, so, you know, they'll bounce back. I cannot tell you how impressed I am that they were able to defeat Jacoby Brissett. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were serious. I was like, no, who on that team are you I can't tell about? you. Bravo, Bills. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause to the powerhouse of the AFC. You did great. <laughs> to the AFCs. That is a good team win, though, when you lose to the Steelers. And we've talked about Miami possibly being a wild card. That's a big, big win, obviously. They're down a quarterback. Uh, and a player that I was super impressed with, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, we were like, oh, Teddy Bridge, what we were joking about. Like, oh. I love Teddy. I've always been a big fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when they saw we're like, really? Like, this guy over feels, be like, oh, Teddy Bridgewater's the future. You know what I mean? But Teddy, he's come in. He's done his role. He's done what he's had to do. Uh, he doesn't turn the ball over. And, look, this Broncos team, when you have a quarterback who isn't turning the ball over constantly, they look like a good football team. They look like a really good football team. See, well, this is, this is what happens, and this is what I was talking about. I don't know if you recall our very first episode. Well, I said... I think they should take Lance because he does need a couple of years. Yes. And with all that influx of young talent that's come in, mm-hmm. they can kind of grow together. And you know what? They, I wasn't projecting, well, let's, like I said, it's 2-0. and oh, It's two weeks. We'll see how the season we'll see goes how on. Plays okay, we'll see. But so far, that young offense with, uh, especially, don't forget that in like week one, in the first half, they lost Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. which was a huge, huge blow. They have a good offensive line. Okay, they have a good running game, a young running game with Javante Williams and then and then they have Vet and Melvin Gordon, who's still pretty damn good. Okay, and then they have Tim Patrick, who's a big body. Noah Fan plays well. Yeah, Noah Fan is a good tight end. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, KJ Hamler. I, I I said last year. I, I don't think I've said it on this podcast. I think that KJ Hamler is going to be one of the most underrated rookies to come out of this mm. class. Don't, don't get me wrong. With the Broncos, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm very impressed with, with how they're playing Well, right listen, now. if they keep playing like this, hell yeah, they will. Maybe with my – they could be the wild card team in the AFC, maybe with Miami now yeah. losing Tua. And I still think Miami's a good team, and, uh, you know, New England's looking better and better each week, which, you know, we know is going to happen. Bill Belichick oh, yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah, the Patriots. The, they honestly – they use September, the Patriots do, as like a the, second preseason. It's the, yeah, extended yeah. preseason. Yeah, they, Bill said it too. He, you know, he doesn't say it, but he walks in and he goes – um, well, you know, just got to get better every week. No, no, he doesn't, say, no, 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 he doesn't say that. He goes, no, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bill. Oh, God. Don't and stop Bill being Bill. Don't and Bill die. we trust. <laughs> and Bill we definitely trust. You know you're hitting the big 7-0. Please don't die. <laughs> love Big Bill. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the purpose of, of this episode, really, one of the, the highlighters we wanted to talk about as, you know, we talked about some good. It's it's time to get into the the bad and ugly. Right well, now. who? So actually, who are some teams? Let's do the opposite. What okay. we did earlier. So a team and then a player that you're really disappointed. Disappointed with. with? All yeah. right, I'm, I'm gonna leave the big one for you because I know you want to go off it. Oh, that's but that's the main topic that, of discussion. That's the main one. Uh, but a team that I'm disappointed, I guess, is the Vikings. I mean, zero and two. Both games have been tight ones that they lose, and 
you know, week one, Kirk Cousins takes him into overtime, doesn't get the ball back. And, you know, that's unfortunate, right? Mm-hmm. Week two, he takes him for a game-winning drive, kicker misses the field. It's, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, the, this team has to play better, and I think they are going to play better. I don't – I forget who they're playing this week, but uh, I am predicting them to, to win this week. Finally, take a win. Let me check real quick because I should remember it. Uh, the Seahawks. They're playing the Seahawks this You think week. they're going to beat Seattle? I think so. I think this team plays good. They have a good offense. And the thing with Seattle is Seattle only really has had a couple of big plays that are winning the games. They have yeah. Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. They have two all-time greats, mm-hmm. one on one side of the ball, one on the other. And that, I'm, so, I'm not going to say it carries them, but without them, boy, are they in it, trouble. It helps having Russell Wilson on the And then Bobby Wagner, yeah. I will say, one of the greatest linebackers in the history of the NFL yeah. is Bobby Wagner. And he doesn't. he's going to be one of those people who doesn't get enough recognition as he retires because Absolutely. he is just so damn good. He doesn't make a lot of noise. He doesn't really the go... The anchor to the Legion of Boom. Yeah, exactly. And opinion. you know what? Like, th- That's what it was. Like the, the Legion of Boom left. Sherman left. Maxwell left. Chancellor and Earl Thomas and Brandon Browner. All of them went. Uh, KJ Wright, after this year, or after last year, left. Who's the one stalwart? Who's the guy that stayed? That's Bobby Wagner. And I, I'm telling you, if if he doesn't, he's making go, a bunch of money this day. Yeah, there, but. Hey, listen, hey, <laughs> listen. He has earned every penny. He probably deserves more. I agree with that. So, what do you think of a player? Uh, a player that I wasn't impressed with. I mean, there's, you know what? Actually, I won't. I won't say it. I, I want to say a couple of guys actually. Besides Zach Wilson, because we are talking about the Jets. Because yep. man, was that bad? Uh, Joe Burrow had a bad game, a really bad game until that Justin Fields interception and. You know, the, the Bears almost, you know, completely blowing it in the, the late game. Joe Burrow kind of padded his stats towards the end there. He threw two touchdowns in the end, one to Jamar Chase, and the other to T. Higgins, I believe. Yep. And, uh, look, you know, he he played rough, right? He didn't have a good game versus the Bears. You know, they have an okay defense, but it, it was alarming to see Joe Burrow not putting up the type of numbers that we expect from a number one overall pick. Especially, you know, he the offensive line is still a problem, but huge he should, problem. Huge problem. But he should have a better year. They tried to improve it in the later rounds of the draft. Should have taken Penny Sewell, who's balling out, might I add. He's, in Detroit, yeah. He's doing very, very well. I saw a cool stat, actually, if I can talk about Penny Sewell real yeah. quick. He has not given up a sack since 2018 versus, I believe, Michigan. I don't remember. That's and, the last and, time and, they gave And at that sack. point, I believe they st- uh, I actually, they had, what, Uche still? Because he was there. He had Uche. They had, uh, I believe, I could be wrong when I say this. I believe they had Rashawn Gary. Did Quiddy Pay go to Michigan? I think so. I I honestly don't remember. Hasn't given him a sack. Yeah, Yeah, and that's Very impressive. That's when he was a junior. Exactly. And and with people who are NFL caliber talent and like name brand, not just like these old guys who have a cup of coffee, like people who are actually still in the league and producing – that's very impressive. Yeah. But back to the Bengals, you know, yeah. it's all it's a problem, but Joe Burrow needs to be putting up the numbers that he was as a rookie. They weren't crazy, but we saw it, you know what I mean? We didn't see Joe Burrow be Joe Burrow versus the Bears, and I want to see better. Also, Trevor Lawrence hasn't played good yet, you know, so far. <laughs> bad team. Go back to last episode if you want the real rant on that. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, yeah. 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 Urban Meyer is going to be out of there, you know. It's, he's going to go back to college. Or Coach Bishop Sycamore, you know, we don't really yeah. know what's going on. With, <laughs> did, so, uh, real quick before we go into the Jets, did you hear, or did, are you aware of who they drafted, the Bengals, in the uh, second round? 
They went all O line in the offense. So second round, in the second round, they went offensive line, but he, they went with Jackson Carmen. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Have you? Have not. No. So Jackson Carmen, he's a left tackle out of Clemson. He projected the uh, the blind side of Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so it's kind of a unique situation. Yeah. He went from drafting one number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, to the one the year prior, Joe yeah. Burrow. But here's the thing: Jackson Carmen had a fourth round grade on him. I don't know if you heard that. Jackson Carmen, he had a fourth round grade on him, and he's just he's very flat footed, okay? He's someone who stands up out of his stance, so he gets blown back very, very easily, okay? I guess there's some upside because obviously you wouldn't really trust him to protect Lawrence and Burrow. Have they yeah. moved him to the right guard? Because you see them do that a bunch with the they kind do, of slower they, left tackles. They, they do do it. Or right I, tackle, excuse me. I, I haven't paid, I, I will say I haven't followed it that much, but still the pure fact that that happened to me is kind of concerning because. Yes. Uh, Tevin Jenkins was still on the board, and he was a projected first-round pick. Like, he was someone that if he went in the first round, maybe late, mid to late first, it wouldn't have been a surprise. Was Ramondre Stevenson still there? Oh, you bet your ass he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they could have gone. But, yeah, the Bengals overall, I mean, we know they're not going to be good. They're not going to win. The, there's no way they're going to win their division. It's it's just not happening. I think the uh, the AFC North is, is kind of belonged to the, the Browns. But, you know, I... I move away. The Bengals will be. I digress. Bangles. I digress. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, th- I think it's time, Gino. Who, who disappointed you the most from week two? <sighs> Pete Carroll <laughs> and the Seattle Seahawks. Walter Payton sucks. No, I'm just, I'm just, rest in peace. I'm joking. But um, oh man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if honestly this should be a surprise to anybody. Because this has been like this for how long, Will? It's been too long. It's been far too long. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. It don't matter who the quarterback is. The Jets are a freaking clown show. The New York Jets, and especially, especially Zach Wilson. Okay, let me tell you, Zach Wilson looked pretty good. He didn't look great. He didn't look phenomenal. He looked pretty good. He had a good so, day. He had a good he, day. He had a good, no, in his, in his professional debut. Yes, yes. I'm not in his first week. I'm not saying his second week. Yeah. Okay, because, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> he, he did okay, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash him for week one because whatever. And week two, good God almighty. It was so freaking was bad. bad. I, albeit, I believe two of those interceptions out of the four Okay, we're tipped, and I have been saying for a while, tipped interceptions should not be counted for quarterbacks. Okay, either that or they should be put into a separate category. Okay, that, I, he, he he had one tipped pick. Was it one? Okay. It was one. Okay, the other so three one. were horrendous. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. I'm sorry, but and I but I specifically remember two of them being straight to the defender. One yes. right in J.C. Jackson's lap. All right, here, here right are the picks. Here are the, picks, yep. the first one, first of all, it was a bad ball. He shouldn't have thrown it. You know, maybe you try and make Corey Davis get a play. It was antsy. He's a rookie quarterback. That one can be excused, right? He throws it up. J.C. Jackson tips it up, catches himself. Boom. The second one, the very next drive, he has a short route. You know, a little a little drag route. He's rolling out to his right, and he tries to take more instead of taking the check uh, the check down. Throws it downfield, and it's kind of a high, a high ball. Granted, Corey Davis, it did go through his hands, but also you either got to take the safe play or make a better pass if you're going for it, right? Yeah. The third one was the one that was severely underthrown on the right side of the field. Yeah, that was right to JC, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that was the other one to JC. And then the last one was the icing on the cake, an absolute duck 
to Devin McCourty. Yeah. Just right up there. Yeah. Almost as bad as the Jameis one this week. I don't know yeah. if you saw that one. I, have, I did not see it that was one. Hor- so, it was the most Jameis pick you'll ever see. So do you, you want to know something, too? So I, I know what some people might be saying. Oh, well, Bill Belichick is famous for making rookies struggle. Which he is. Okay, he is. Yeah, yeah and that is 100% correct. But you're telling me that Bill Belichick was the reason that three out of those four balls were intercepted? No. It was, I mean? it was awful decision-making yeah. and even worse execution. And, and, quite, and honestly... I don't think the Pads defense, as weird as it sounds, I don't think they dominated. I think they allowed New York to just make the mistakes. Beat themselves. And they, yeah. So, yeah, they let New York beat themselves, and they just took advantage of their mistakes. So nice. I don't think this was a signature, like, New England defense day where if the quarterback or the entire offense didn't show up, they would still win. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't, I really don't, didn't get the vibe from this game, did you? No, I, I didn't. Yeah. And look, I, I don't want to beat up Zach Wilson too much. Oh, I yet, do. Yet. Oh, okay. I do. Listen, <laughs> he, he had a bad game, right? It happens, rookie quarterback. There's excuses you can make, like you said, with the, uh, oh, it's Bill Belichick, stuff like that. He had a bad day, right? Zach Wilson, look, it happens, okay? Games like that are going to happen. In the NFL, yeah, if and you're Ryan look, Fitzpatrick, if you're Ryan, <laughs> look, I'm not ready to give up on on Zach Wilson just yet. I still think there's a lot to like about him. He's got a strong arm. Uh, you know, he's mobile in the pocket. He's able to use his feet. And we, we've all said no one questions his arm. It is, it is MLB level talent arm. It's oh, it's crazy. A, and here's the thing: it's insane. You can have a huge arm, okay? Yes. And, and you know, like it's it's something to comp- be complimentative about or complimentary yes. about. But if it's, if it's all over the place, then what good is your strong arm? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I, what I like to, to do with these rookies, especially the quarterbacks, is instead of, you know, oh, good game, but you, I, I like to do it trending, right? Instead of just giving up on a guy, Zach Wilson, after game one, trending up, right? He's going up, he's having a good game, and it's, it's just plummeted down, right? This was an absolute horrible game from Zach Wilson. He didn't play well, he didn't make good decisions, didn't throw the ball well. It was just very bad. They had a better yeah. chance running the ball on every single play. And, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I do agree with you that Zach Wilson's uh, stock was trending a little bit upward. Yes. But I, I want to emphasize a little bit. Okay, like we said, it wasn't a game where you're like, oh, my God, put the gold jacket on this kid. Yeah. It, wasn't, yeah. it was like, okay, good, good game. You know, it was like, yeah. okay, fine. Like, we can work with that. Exactly. All right, but it, it wasn't a, oh, my goodness, like an OMG type game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't that... And then game two, oh my god! It was bad. And, and you know what? You, you can't throw four picks and it, it be anything and, higher and, than the worst. And, and you know what? Like this is on the New. I actually blame the New York Jets a lot more than I blame Zach Wilson because no matter what, he Zach Wilson was dubbed as a boomer bust pick. Okay, yeah. he was. So why? Okay, you knew Sam Darnold was good. Okay, yes. he's good. And, and, and I don't know. If, do you Under Adam Gase? No. Yeah. Do you remember his professional debut, Sam Darnold? It was bad, right? No, it was, it was very one. good. Oh, it was? He lit up the Detroit Lions, and they won. <laughs> okay. Listen, I don't care. Come on. Hey, hey. Listen, Come on. Listen, for the Jets to oh, light someone up week one, that's making that, a statement. You know what? That is. That yeah, is. that's making a statement. It doesn't matter who it is. Okay, Sam Darnold, we all knew, had all the tools. Yeah. Okay, he did. He like He's not going to do one thing in particular that is amazing, but he is a very good all-around quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and we and, and everyone knew that besides the Jets. Yeah. Okay, besides the Jets, all of a sudden, instead of making your team better so you can build up a foundation and build up a squad to make your team good, to either make a big-time free agent want to come to you or have yourself a good quarterback that you can develop. 
they just opted to just let go of the guy who they gave up on after, what, two, three, three years. Okay, three years. They just opted to let go of him. Or not let go of him, trade him, but you know what I'm saying. Cut ties, essentially, and just start anew. Okay, and, and the team... They're they, back to square one. Yeah, they're opinion. back to square one. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. And going back to square one after you just went back to square one, like three years three ago... Years ago <laughs> That's not that's not healthy. It's not. unhealthy. It's, I'm sounding dramatic when I use these adjectives, <laughs> but it's an unhealthy. No, I, way. I, I get what you're saying. It's it's not a good way to run an organization because then not only do rookies not want to play for you because it's pressure, other players like veterans don't want to come and play for you. The only reason Corey Davis is on that team is because they threw him the bag. Yeah, they threw no him receivers the bag. dying to go to the Jets. Are you kidding me? They have a new quarterback starting and, every couple of years. And, and don't get me wrong, Corey Davis last year he was good. He was a good but, player. But he, before that, he was considered a relative bust. Yeah. Well, I believe he was a number five or six pick in the 2018 draft. I yes. think. Okay, he was no good for about three years, and then all of a sudden... Fall down on a contract year. Yeah, yeah. fall down on a contract (laughs) year. And I I don't know how much I've talked about it on this show, okay? But, like, there are people I talk about and I argue with in the sports group chat about this. There's a difference between people who are good and then the people who are just like, oh, shit, if I don't play well, I'm out the league. Yeah. Yeah, so they actually live up to their potential for one year. They get the bag, and then they go back to how they were. It's the Sammy Watkins method. Yes, yes, the <laughs> Sammy Watkins method. And, and listen, like, fuck, screw Sammy Watkins. You suck. Okay. <laughs> Not in week one. Never in week one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's so weird. <laughs> Sammy Watkins has week one. He will always remind you he exists. And then week one the next season, you'll be like, oh yeah, Sammy Watkins is in the league. I'm not <laughs> kidding you, this uh, this last week in fantasy, or week one, sorry, in fantasy, I picked him up, and in, in PPR he got me like 13 points, and then I dropped him. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, the Sammy Watkins week one is going to hit it. Everyone thought I was crazy, and I won. So. No, it's true. But um, speaking of fantasy, I, I do have a pretty uh, easy week this week, Will. Oh, you do? Yeah. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Me and Gino yeah. play each other in fantasy, and I'm, I'm having a rough... Uh, a rough year. I will. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so far it's been rough. I, uh, I here's the thing. I had J.K. Dobbins and I had Gus Edwards as my backup. Okay, both torn ACLs. Yeah. Okay, I have two as my backup quarterback. Gone for three weeks. Oh my God, I can't. Oh, Jesus, this is thing. It's rough. Here's the thing. I'm feeling confident this week because why wouldn't I? Look at my <laughs> opponent. <laughs> but uh, I have a bold start this week. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. At the flex position, I'm starting Cordero Patterson. I saw you picked him up. I'm I like, did. Will, what are you I doing, did. man? But whatever. I can't start Corey Davis anymore. Yeah, I'm not Corey Davis. Listen, actually, I can't start him no, anymore. No, actually, you know what? Start Cordell Patterson, Will. I Go will. ahead, buddy. He had an 18 point week last week. Just you, good. Just you watch out. Oh man, I'll watch him. Score point eight. <laughs> I'm just joking. But um, <laughs> shall we go back to the Jets of New York? Uh, do we have apple. to? <laughs> <laughs> we do no, have to. Look, if if you're the Jets, I mean, and we we said this during the draft too, right? If you're the Jets, is it a bad decision to if you kept Sam Darnold and with the second overall pick you take Penny Sewell and maybe they even move back up like they did to get, uh, who was it, Elijah Vera Tucker? Elijah Vera Tucker, yeah. Instead of moving up to get him, maybe you move up and you get like a like a Bateman or like an Elijah Moore or someone, so, someone of that nature. So actually what what they ended up doing was actually pretty smart. Okay, like I, I like Zach, well, I, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't like Zach Wilson, okay, but if you're going to draft a quarterback... What they did to proceed, like those in those draft picks, we, we was talked about it. It was smart. good. It was so good. yeah. So what they ended up doing was 
They drafted, okay, Elijah Barrett Tucker, so a guard to protect his blind side, and they already had Makai Becton. Yes. So that's somebody who, it, it was fine. Like, they didn't need to protect the, uh, draft a tackle to protect the blind side, because yes. Becton is good. Okay, even though he's out for the year, which sucks. Yeah. Okay, but th- there's no way they could have known that. Okay, okay, so his blind side, boom, protected. Yeah. In the second round, they drafted the receiver. Okay, somebody to, like, a deep threat to cater to his needs mm-hmm. because he is a deep threat or a vertical quarterback. Yes. Okay, and then they drafted a running back. Okay, they drafted a running back who say if he's struggling, Michael Carter is a big guy with a workload, like, who can mm-hmm. take a big workload. And it, it was really, really smart in my opinion because I don't know if you knew this, but you know that other guy, Javante Williams, that went to Denver? Uh, I believe so, yes. So him and Michael Carter both came out of UNC. So what ended up what's ended up happening and why people are so high on the both of them is because they were splitting the carries and they were both really good. That means they don't have a lot of tread on their legs. No. That means they're going to probably have long careers in the NFL. So I think that the Jets actually drafted really, really well. I, I agree. Okay. We said they were one of the, the winners. Like, hey, you got you got your guy, right? You got yeah. your guy. You got your pick. You know, just just go look. Even okay, maybe they don't go Penny Sewell, dude. There was weapons on the board. Especially at number two in this draft, I was a big fan of this draft. There was Jalen Waddle. There was a very deep. There draft. was Jamar Chase. There was Kyle Pitts, who's looked very good. There are weapons that you could have got to complement Sam Darnold, but you know you you see the the big arm of, of Zach Wilson, who had played at BYU and had yet to play a game in the NFL, and you see him throwing against no defenses with his his big arm. And don't get me wrong, I, I was excited about. It. I still am excited about it. But if you have a guy like Sam Darnold who goes to a new system in Carolina with Matt Rule, and it's just, okay, Sam, do your job, right? Yeah. So that's all it is. We have Christian McCaffrey. We don't need Sam Darnold to be throwing 40 times a game. Yeah. It's You have a solid run game there. You have solid receivers. And, and DJ is, Moore. They, and, they Robbie gave, yeah, and Robbie Anderson, who we, who we already was in New York with. Yep. So he has a sense of familiarity and a sense exactly. of comfortable or comfort. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it was... It was a bad move. It's looking like a bad move so far for the Jets. If you're a Jets fan, you know, I do feel for you, but not really. You're a Jets fan. You did yeah, it to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's <laughs> it, no, there it must was... have been a tough week if you're the Jets where you, Zach Wilson throws four picks and you see Sam Darnold throw, I believe, two touchdowns. And he's looked good. He's looked he, good. He's looked he's good. Looked good. Like he, I, he's he my has, quarterback in a couple of leagues. I can't he he hasn't been some world beater by any means. Yes. But at the same time, he's looked good. Okay, like, and, and the Carolina Panthers have been another big surprise for me. Okay, I mean, first of all, beating up on the Saints. Like, yes. after they just absolutely pummeled Aaron Rodgers. That was a good game. Like, most talented quarterback of all time. Yep. After they just pummeled him and then come back and, you know, they don't have Drew Brees anymore. Yeah. But they still have a very talented team. And more importantly, they have a very, very talented defense. Sam Darnold being able to do what he did against New Orleans defense, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay, that's impressive. And, and, and you brought up early, uh, Adam Gase earlier. Isn't it funny like that these quarterbacks go away from Adam Gase? Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. All of a sudden, they're, like, they're good. Dude, like Adam Gase had a job in the league, dude. The quarterback whisperer, dude. Well, what do you mean? Dude, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, showing up high to his press conference. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, um, Adam Gase had a job in the league because the Manning brothers kept him in. I don't know if you've heard anything about I've, that. I've heard the last. Yeah, but yeah, but Peyton, but Peyton and Eli Manning, those guys spoke so highly of Gase, and they were like, "Oh well, I mean, if Peyton and Eli Manning speak good of him, he has to be good." No, 
No, he was good for them personally. He doesn't mean he's a freaking good offensive coordinator or a head coach. It for sure doesn't mean that he is a good offensive coordinator. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know something, too? So one big thing that the Jets didn't do that you and I have both alluded to in the past, they didn't even get, like, a backup, like a veteran backup. Nope. You're telling me they couldn't have afforded to just keep Joe Flacco? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Joe Flacco was asking for a lot of money. Exactly. Like, you could have just kept him there. I mean, ex- he, yeah. even the Patriots, like, you don't keep Cam, you take Brian Hoyer. Yes. That's how, that's how you ease a rookie quarterback into these things. Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith, there's so many examples of this happening. Uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young. Yes. Yeah. Probably the best one. Yes. The most famous one, yes. actually. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. We could do this all day. We uh, could yeah. literally do this all day. Scrap what we had. Let's just do this for the rest of the day. <laughs> we could do it all day. And yet, the Jets... Oh, I don't even know who their backups are. I, I, I literally forget. I, I, I don't think I could tell you who their backup is. <laughs> it's, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm no, like, funny. I have no idea. Maybe I'll Google it. But well, that's the extent we're at with the Jets, right? You're it's, telling me... It's bad. So you're telling me they couldn't have... Because, first of all, they're a bad team. They're not going anywhere, okay? You're telling me they couldn't have traded away a second-round pick to have a team eat some of Nick Foles' contract or to have the Bears eat some of Nick Foles' contract and just get Nick Foles to back him up? They absolutely could have. Yeah. Dude, Nick Foles barely has a job right now. Yeah. Dude, he's a <laughs> He third... just lost the, the starting role to Justin Fields. Dude, no, it, he was he was the third stringer <laughs> behind Dalton <laughs> they, and They don't want to start Justin Fields. Yeah, they, still they starting don't. Over Fields. Oh, my God. And, and, and this is the thing, you know. I, I just don't understand. Like, Will, you and I, for the most part of the podcast, we're sitting down in your basement talking sports, okay? Mm-hmm. Now we're at Bridgewater State University. We both know that what the Jets are doing are bad. Okay? Yeah. We both know that what they're doing is bad. How the hell are these people in management and we're not? <laughs> That's I'm what not I'm even saying. trying to be funny. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, so God. the Jets do not have a third string QB. They it have is a third Zach Wilson and Mike White. Who the hell is Mike White? I will look it up right now. He is six foot five. He went to, oh, Ken- really, he's big. He went to Kentucky. Oh, uh, he's okay. 26, <laughs> um, and it looks like he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Ever? <laughs> Doesn't look like well, it. When was he drafted? Uh, yeah, he has no stats. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mike White, the most genetic doesn't, name. Doesn't have a single stat. Game log, nothing. No information available. Are there any news on <laughs> So, Mike, So for Mike all White? intents and purposes, the Jets' backup quarterback is invisible. <laughs> Literally, th- this man has not recorded... Well, he's not recorded a statistic in the league. Okay, like, that was your backup plan? That was your guy to mentor? Like, the, one of the biggest draft picks in the history of your franchise? That was your answer to back him up? Like, I'll repeat myself. You couldn't Draft have... Draft 2018 from the Cowboys. What the hell? <laughs> okay. You couldn't have re-signed Flacco to, like, a $1.5 million deal. You couldn't have done that, or, or you couldn't have had, or you couldn't have given up a second round pick to have the Bears eat some of Nick Foles' contract and have him just get traded to you. You couldn't have done that. And, and one thing that I wanted to bring up, dude, ESPN, NFL Network, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Okay. NFL Network. Yeah. What's wrong with NFL Network? These guys knew deep down in their heart that Justin Fields. I love was, Good Morning Football. <laughs> was the second best quarterback in this draft. 
we've been saying it forever. Okay, lots of other people. Oh, have I said hate it. the media for that. That is ridiculous. Isn't that it? We we've been saying it. I've said if Justin Fields falls, you know, let him fall to New England. Let him fall to New England. Obviously, it didn't happen, and I'm very happy with Mac. But you know, point still stands. Wherever Justin Fields falls, he's gonna do good. Yeah. I, I and I've said you know countless times, the way that everything's projecting right now. Mac Jones and Justin Fields are going to be the two best quarterbacks in this class. It's it's just the way it's looking. And that's nothing against Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance. I think those guys are both super talented, right? But it's just the teams that they're on, right? Maybe a little bit of Trey Lance. You know, he's on a good team. He's not starting, and he also did not look good in preseason. He could Sucks. be good. He needs time. That's my big thing with him. He needs time. However, Trevor Lawrence, bad team. Zach Wilson, bad team. It's it's looking rough for, for these rookie quarterbacks that we were so excited about. But and, and here's the thing. Look, I will gloss over Trevor Lawrence real quick. This guy, for all intents and purposes, was considered in an elite, elite class of draft prospects who are can't miss, who have it all, who can do everything, and are going to be like NFL superstars. Okay, if you listen to pretty much anybody on TV, anybody on the radio, they dubbed this guy as... The next big thing. Okay, and I know, like, we say that every year, technically. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, there's a category, like, for great players. And then there's a category for, like, these top, top prospects. Do you remember and that that's play? what they recorded Trevor Lawrence to be. Exactly. And Zach Wilson, too. They're talking about Patrick Mahomes, uh, No, right? no, not as much. They were, no, they, it was so, pretty bad with Patrick Mahomes. So, 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 right, they, with Zach so they were saying Zach Wilson was boomer bust. Yes. But that, but also anyone saying, who was smart was saying he yeah. was boomer bust. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes also them. was boomer bust. Yes. Okay. So that's fair. That, so they weren't saying he's gonna be. But Patrick they weren't Mahomes. taking Patrick Mahomes at number two. Yeah, exactly. They were saying they were that taking Mitch. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were saying like Patrick Mahomes, he is boomer bust. Yes. That was kind of what he was saying. Yes. Yeah. Also, like the the arm talent. Look, the the thing, Zach Wilson, and I'm fully convinced of this. No one's gonna convince me otherwise. The selling point, you know, maybe they were looking at Zach Wilson, the Jets, before. The selling point, the icing on the cake for them to go, yup, was that play that he had in his pro day off of one foot, rolling to the left, throwing it. Don't get me wrong. It was, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? The big yes, deep ball yes. that was trending on social media. Was it a beautiful play? Yes. May, might that make you consider taking a guy like that? Yes. Literally a couple of days after they traded Sam Darnold. Yep. Like that. It was boom, and gone. It's it's Zach Wilson and, and, and not to mention you can't convince me that that <laughs> that that play wasn't what got Zach Wilson. Well, I think I also think, I think that's hilarious. I think they ninety five percent had their mind made up, and then, <laughs> and then that play was like, oh my god, I just not okay. <laughs> like here's the thing too. Oh my god, I, I, I'm getting so frustrated with this right now. Just talking about, it. I'm trying not to freak out like I did last week, okay? Because yeah, I, I don't have it in me to. The, I don't have it in me today, okay? I, I bring the energy all the time, but I don't have it in me to absolutely flip my lid again this week, okay? <laughs> like, dude, everybody knew that Zach Wilson was boomer bust, okay? Yes, I, I'll give it to him. He has a big arm, yes, okay, and he has the ability to to make plays. Yeah. Okay, he does. Like, every quarterback who was ever drafted in the professional football league, or the National Football League, with professionals, literally the greatest league in its class, anybody who's in that league has the ability to make plays. Okay, and it's true. But the thing is, that throw that you're referring to, it was on air. There it were was. no pads. 
There were no linemen to see under. There were no linemen coming towards him. Still a and great there, throw. And, Beautiful there, and, throw. and there were no defenders trying to pick off the ball. Yes. Okay? Like, nothing. So it, when I say it was on air, it was literally the quarterback and it was the wide receiver. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm, not, and I'm not trying to minimize it per se, but let's take things into perspective here. Okay, let's take things into perspective. It was not in a, in a real end-game scenario. It felt like recency bias. It, yeah. It straight up felt like recency bias. The Jets bias. fell in love with something, like a player who was going to play games for them, with a play that did not involve an end-game scenario. Yes. Is that... And don't worry, there was other things to love about Zach Wilson, right? There, there was. And look, I... I, I I can't bash these rookie guys yet because who knows? Zach Wilson goes out, maybe has a good game. But so far this week, I, he's trending down for me. Big trending down. I don't know how you could have him trending up. He is just a rookie, and I'm going to take some things slow and give it time and you know all that stuff that we're supposed to do with rookies. But for right now, not looking good. Not looking in Zach yeah, Wilson's and, favor. And, and I'll go back to what I said about like 15, 20 minutes ago. This really wasn't a matter of Bill Belichick making sure that, like, a rookie quarterback fails, which he is very good at. Yes. Okay, this really wasn't a matter of that. This was a matter of just the Jets crapping their pants, don't you think? It was bad. It was yeah, very and, bad. And, and like said, All three, around, three, offense, defense, special teams, it was bad. Three, was out bad of those, three out of those four interceptions were, oh, my God. Like, that's something that you would look at a guy. Who was who that guy that started for the Broncos last year? Oh, my God. Oh, um, the wide receiver. Yeah, the receiver. He was a practice squad guy. Yeah. Don't even remember. Yeah, I he was remember. horrible, though. Yeah. Kendall Hinton. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall Hinton. How do you remember that? I don't, I don't know how to remember that. <laughs> Kendall Hinton. If Kendall Hinton threw that ball, I would be like, oh, okay, you know. It's yeah. Kendall Hinton. It's a it's an emergency quarterback who played at, what, what Wake Forest or whatever? Something. Yeah, yeah. something. Or, something or West Florida like or whatever. I don't know. And three years ago, played quarterback. He got to live his dream, though. Yeah, he did. Those are that uniform is in the NFL Hall of Fame, actually. Amazing. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is a historic <laughs> moment. But, yeah, but, but, but anyway, it is. But anyways, if Kendall Hinton threw that ball, that's like maybe the only quarterback in the league that I would be accepting of if he did. Yeah. You know, if Johnny Manziel, I, I use this example a lot the past couple weeks. If Johnny Manziel threw those interceptions, I would be concerned. Yeah. If this is Johnny Manziel we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, shout out call names. This is Jonu Smith we're talking about here. <laughs> only a few will get that reference. <laughs> but still, do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I, I don't. I really don't know. What else I can say without repeating myself here? But it's just, how are you the New York Jets? How do you fall in love with somebody who, in an in-game scenario, like, does all this absolute garbage, but in a non-in-game scenario, does one great thing, and then all of a sudden you trade away someone you drafted very it's, high three it's years bad. ago? It's not good. Uh, well, yeah, you know, we, we've talked about the Jets. I actually, I want to start a, a new segment maybe on, on this week. Do you week. want to talk about the Jets? <laughs> I could talk about the Jets all day. I couldn't. That, that was a lie. I'm lying to you all. Steve um, Rogers, I could do this all day. <laughs> I am currently, I did it last week too, and I want to start doing it on the show. I'm doing a, a pool every week where I, I pick every every game, and I want to maybe start a new segment called like Willie Nick's Picks of the Week. All right, let's we'll, we'll, Yeah, so we'll go through them real quick. Uh, you know, I did it last week. Actually, did very good last week. Went you 12, told me I got 12, 12 of 13. 12 of, uh, or 12 of 3. 12 and 3 was my record. Oh, oh my yeah, bad, my yeah. bad. I thought you said you got 12 out of 13. No, no, no. 12, 12 and 3. Oh. Did pretty good, so I'm, I'm going to try and do this, you know, every week, and maybe it can be a thing Willie Nick picks so I can I can look awful. Uh, very first game up, Panthers and Texans. I have the Panthers winning this one. Texans have a, you know, bad quarterback situation. 
going on right now, and it's it's just not looking pretty for them. Uh, the it's getting very ugly. Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs, I'm taking the Chiefs. The Chargers defense, still not where I'd like it to be. And, you know, they're just losing big game after big game with big plays. And very Chargers. Very Chargers. It doesn't, they're cursed. I'm convinced they're yeah. cursed. Uh, Cardinals and Jags. Um, the Cardinals are going to absolutely bully this team. Kyler Murray is going to have 300 yards and probably three touchdowns. It's it's going to be ugly. Uh, the Bears and the Browns. I have the Browns. That run game has been absolutely you know amazing so far. The dual threat of Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. It's looked good. Uh, and the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, rookie quarterback coming in. That front aid's still very good. It's going to be rough. Washington, uh, Buffalo. It's going to be a good game. I'm very excited for this game. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo though. I think Buffalo, yeah, they had that one bad week one game, and they just had a great, you know, week of bullying the the Dolphins. Yeah. So it, I think this is another win here, but I think this will be a close game. So I'm, I'm excited. It'll be an ugly one. defensive game in my opinion. It will be. It probably will be. Yeah. It, it will be bad. Uh, Tennessee and uh, Indianapolis, the Colts. I have the Titans winning this game. Uh, look, the Colts, they just don't look good with Carson Wentz. It, it doesn't look like it's working. Wentz probably, got hurt too, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. So I already think they're going to be in the market for a quarterback on um, this upcoming draft. So we'll see how that goes. Saints-Patriots, I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, to, you know, Looking at what the Patriots just did to Zach Wilson last week, I feel like it might be a little similar when it, it comes to Jameis. Also, I'm a biased Patriots fan. <laughs> uh, Giants and Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons offensively. Well, that's, a t- that's, a, that's a tough one. It is a tough one, yeah. but the, the Falcons offense really started to look alive. You know, that game that, uh, between Tampa Bay, it was 28-25 to 25 yeah, at one point. It was close there And then Matt Ryan threw picks like crazy, but hey, you know what? What are you going to do? <laughs> yep. Falcons winning that one. Uh, Steelers, Bengals, give me the Steelers for that one. Bengals are the Bengals. It's just not. It's not looking good. Not a big explanation. <laughs> don't, don't need a big explanation. Uh, Ravens, Lions, Ravens. Whoa! Drop my phone. <laughs> drop my phone. Dreams do come true. <laughs> Sorry, I have I have all my picks on my phone. Uh, Ravens and Lions. I have the Ravens. Shouldn't be you know much of a, an explanation for that one either. Uh, you know, they're the Lions. <laughs> Jets, Broncos. Give me the Broncos. Zach Wilson looked horrible. This defense is still very good. I hope Sertan picks them off just because, you know, yep. rookie on rookie. Dolphins, Raiders. I'm actually picking the Dolphins in this one. I don't have faith that the Raiders will go 3-0. and you know, So they can beat Lamar Jackson and Big Ven, but they can't beat Jacoby Brissett? It's a very Raiders thing to do, wouldn't, wouldn't it be? <laughs> to, to lose a game. No, I'm, crazy. I'm picking the Dolphins to win that one. I still think the Dolphins are a good team. Got to figure it out at quarterback. Boy, you're crazy. Buccaneers, Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I'm very good. Good boy. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been liking the Rams. I've, you ain't crazy. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been talking about how much I like Jalen Ramsey, how much I like this Rams team with Matt Stafford, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. It looks very good. It looks like a very good team, and I think that they, they still win here at home. Uh, Vikings, Seahawks. I'm taking the Vikings for this one. Uh, it's, that's, a, that's kind of a hot one, they're, too. They're due. They're, they're due for a win. 0-2. Kirk Cousins, both weeks, has tried his very best to get these teams, his team to a win. Hasn't worked out. Obviously, they have the missed field goal uh, this week. Green right. Bay, 49ers. I'm taking Green Bay. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers is off of a hot game. And, you know, I, I think the 49ers are, are due for a loss here. And also, I, I think this is a good chance for the Rams to... Move to the very top of, uh, of their Aaron division. Aaron Rodgers should still be in jail. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, the Monday night game uh, between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. I mean, this this should be 
the Cowboys division, the NFC East. Ooh, yeah. Oh NFC my least. God! Wow. The NFC least. I can't talk. The <laughs> NFC East has been absolute garbage. It will continue to be like that, and and that's just gonna, how it's gonna be. And I'm those st- I'm those still, are Willie Nick's picks for the week. I'm still baffled about the one with the Dolphins over the Raiders, man. The Dolphins are a good team. They just don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Dude, how can like the Ravens have a very good defense, and so don't the Steelers, and, and the Dolphins do too. But they also have Lamar and Big Ben, right. and you're telling that you really are convinced that Jacoby Brissett will lead this team I, to victory. I can't. I can't see the Raiders going three and zero. I can't. That's not an explanation. It's all the explanation you that need. That is not an explanation. I, I cannot that see them going. That is not an explanation that makes sense. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> I just. I can't see them going three and zero. I. It, it's not going to happen. And also, I think the Dolphins win this game with defense. But the Raiders won't. Against Jacoby Brissett? Nope. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Oh man. But you know, this has been a kind of like a friendly episode, but this, <laughs> that one is crazy. Talk to me, to me when they do. I'll have a hat on. The ball ball style. Will, I will give you handshake. Hey, first ever official bet. Five dollar bet on this game. Let's do it. I Let's pick go. the Raiders to win this Miami game. Miami Nation. Man. One man is going to be five dollars richer at the end of four or five or whatever the hell it is. The game ends. The we got a $5 bet. Hey, I'm saying, dude, the, the Dolphins are good. Hey, I went 12-3, and three, you know, I... <laughs> pay up, ride, Nicholson. I'm going to ride that. Get yeah, ready to time. pay up, Nicholson, in uh, fantasy and in real life. <laughs> and in real life. It's going to be a good week. Uh, you know, once again, thank you, everyone, who, who listens to us here on Conti and Nick. Uh, make sure 21. 21. Make- All right, so, unfortunately, the episode got caught off again. It's something with uh with the bench app that we, uh, we stream on. It uh it just keeps cutting off the episode early, uh for some reason. So we're we're gonna hopefully figure that out for next time. But uh, yeah, thank you for watching Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, and as always, John Bro, peace.